Happy Father's Day, everybody. I can't think of a better day to get banned on YouTube than today, can you? <laughs> Welcome to the Creator Economy Livestream Podcast Show. It's your boy, Professor Nez. We're going to be reacting to Dr. Gad Sad's comments. And we're also going to be doing a live Q&A, but today promises to be a different, heated kind of show. All that, plus some breaking news in the creator economy, and a whole lot more. Come on back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. It is Sunday, June 19th. Happy Father's Day if you're a father. I'm a father. I've got two kids. Uh, I've got an amazing wife, and my father is still around. We're actually going to be hanging out with them later today. I hope you're having a wonderful Father's Day. I hope everybody is good. Come on in. Come on in. Please share this out. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, and tag me on Twitter. This is going to be an interesting show, to say the least. If you're new to this program, um, we're going to get to the comments. I'm going to actually share what Dr. Gad Sad said. Uh, I'm going to do a screen share. We're going to go through it, and you're going to get my reaction. We're going to have a discussion. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, um, feel free to you know, engage in the conversation. You can come back, leave comments. There's also a form in the description that you can fill out. I respond to all the comments personally. So uh, it's going to be fantastic and stick around because we're going to talk about, and, and, and why are we talking about universities? Why are we talking about colleges? Nez, why are you doing a show reacting to Dr. Sad's comments? If you don't know who Dr. Sad is, I'll let you know in a second because everything is connected in the greater economy. You know, last week we had a phenomenal show where we talked about mental health. We talked about the importance of taking care of yourself, the importance of probably one of the soundest, if not the most important business investment you can make is investing in yourself, investing in your health. More specifically, and maybe even more importantly than your physical health, your mental health. And you know, I was feeling uh, the throes of a burnout session. I was feeling the onslaught of burnout's a real thing, y'all. And if you haven't seen that show, make sure you go check that out because it's a phenomenal show. So that's why I'm talking about this. And that's why this is so important to me, um, being somebody who, you know, runs several businesses. I've been in the private sector, public sector, taught at universities for over two decades. I still teach on a very, very part, 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 almost infinitely part-time basis. Um, and I think these comments are really important. So if you want to monetize your creativity, experience, and skills in the creator economy, this is the Creator Economy Livestream Podcast Show. Welcome to it. By the way, how many of you, we're going to get into all that, so stick around. How many of you like podcasts? Give me a hashtag me in the comments. Let's see who's here. Sweeney Dunstan in the house. Good to see you, Lewis. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Nano. Sherry Talks, great to see you. Facetag Gaming, you finally caught me. Good to see you. George Fisher, 
on LinkedIn. Don, great to see you. Happy Father's Day. Um, I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but we do have the number one creator economy personal branding podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. There's the logo right there, the Creator Economy Podcast. If you're like me and you like listening to podcasts more than you do, um, you know, a lot of other things when you're on your commute, uh, maybe you're out walking your dog, that's when I like to listen to podcasts, you know, at the gym, whatever you like to do or wherever you like to do it, make sure you go check out our number one award. We have over 120, I think, ratings on Apple Podcasts, go check it out, professornez.com forward slash podcasts. You got to go, you got to go check it out and you can listen to it wherever your favorite um, podcast uh, that you like to listen to podcasts is. Okay, I'm seeing some hashtag me's. Christopher Keeling, good to see you. Brian in the house. Happy Father's Day. Good to see you. Absolutely. Um, before we get into the comments, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about my story and why, you know, I really started because I've, I've talked about this before, but it's really going to relate to what we're going to talk about today and my reaction, my response to Dr. Sad's comments. Um, and also, don't forget, at the end of, you know, when I react to the comments and we have a little bit of discussion about that, I'm going to take your questions. So if you have any questions about how to monetize in the creator economy, how to monetize your creativity, skills, or experience in the creator economy, this is the show for you. Yeah, thank you so much, Facetag Gaming. I appreciate that. I do have another channel where I talk specifically all about anxiety, overthinking, stress management, mental health, and mindset. Uh, it's called Stop Anxiety and Overthinking. Um, you know, I don't want you to go subscribe to that channel unless you really are immersed and facing a lot of anxiety issues because that channel is all about, we're almost at a thousand subscribers there. I'm really proud of that channel. That's one of our many channels that we started last year. I'm really, really proud of that channel. It's probably my kind of, um, my real special baby. I know that doesn't sound good, but it's it's really something I take very, very personally and very seriously. Um, it's something I, I want to give back. I'm not even trying to really monetize that channel at all. Um, that's really my way of giving back. And so, um, yeah, thank you so much, Facetag Gaming. It's, it's great for you to be here. So a couple of things really, really quickly. Please share this out. I'd really, really appreciate it. Um, but number one, make sure because if you're interested, okay, in finding out all the latest, greatest updated features, updated breaking news, which I want to tell you right now, um, make sure you become an insider, a VIP of the Nez Nation family, because when you become an insider, you're almost guaranteed that you will get the latest and greatest delivered right to your inbox. And we never spam, we never share your email, my integrity, my ethos, and my, you know, earned trust from you means more to me than anything. The reason I say this is because even though you're subscribed, or maybe you follow, or maybe you've hit that bell notification, algorithms change all the time. 
these platforms change all the time. And so you're not always guaranteed that you're going to get notified. So go, it's really easy. There's a link in the pinned comment. There's also a link in the description. It's absolutely free. Become an insider right now so you don't miss anything. We talk about all the latest updates, all the latest breaking methodologies, practicums, strategies on how you can make real money and do something that you love and impact people, build audiences. That's the creator economy. Um, another thing too, one of the best ways in which you can really monetize and really create content, which is really the engine of all my different revenue streams, I talk about this, I'm doing it right now as we speak, is go live, do live streaming, execute lives. Live streaming is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Look at LinkedIn, what LinkedIn's done with live, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook Live's been around forever. Live streaming isn't going anywhere, and I think it's one of the best ways to really interact and engage with your audience. And you might be saying, hey, Nez, how do I do it? What's the? I'm not a technical person. Well, guess what? I've been live streaming since 1775, and I've tried them all. And the one that I'm using right now is the one that I recommend to you, and it literally requires zero technical skills at all. You don't have to download anything. It's browser-based. You can go live on LinkedIn, multiple places, YouTube, Facebook. You can bring cool comments up like this one right here from Don on LinkedIn. Everything is easy peasy. And I've got a free trial for you in the description and the pinned comment. And with my link, y'all, you don't even have to put in a credit card. You know how sometimes when you try to do these free trials, they make you put in a credit card because they want to secretly hope that you'll forget and they charge you once the trial is over? With my link, you can just go live, sign up, try it for free, no risk, and go live and start building real income, real value, real audiences in the creator economy. So go check that out. Um, last but not least, and then we're going to get to breaking news in like two minutes, breaking news in two minutes, stick around for this. How many people have shared this out? How many people have shared this out? Give me a hashtag shared. Give me a hashtag shared in the comments. It's so great to see you guys again. Happy father's day to all the fathers. I hope you're being, um, treated with respect, treated well by your loved ones. I'm sure you are. Um, I get your comments all the time. I get your DMs. I probably get a hundred emails a day. Hey, Nez, what kind of microphone do you use? What kind of camera do you use? What kind of lighting do you use? Where do you store your content? What gimbal, tripod, um, external drive, yada, yada, yada. Well, I've organized everything for you in a very simple, budget-friendly list. As an Amazon influencer, I have my very own storefront on Amazon. If you go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez, link in the description and in the show notes, I recommend, I have a list of all the best budget-friendly, won't break the bank, recommended gear, tools, and equipment that I use personally for my content creation and a whole lot more. Podcasting, live streaming, everything. So go check that out, um, you know, because I get your messages all the time.
Okay, thank you so much, Nano. Nano says he's shared. I want to see a lot more hashtag shared. Don't put it in there unless you've shared it yet. So breaking news, and then we're going to get into my reaction to these unbelievable comments. And if you know how I feel about, you know, the university system, this is probably going to get me banned from YouTube. <laughs> um, breaking news. Breaking news. Facebook and YouTube. I've been saying this forever. Short form content, what TikTok has done, which is basically drop an atomic bomb in the world of social media, absolutely taking over. Facebook and YouTube have now decided they're literally going all in on short form content. They're basically trying to do everything they can possible to defeat and really usurp TikTok. I posted recently, I tweeted recently, you should follow me on Twitter at Professor Nez. I tweeted recently a screenshot of a reel that went viral, has over 1.2 million views now, just on my personal profile. My business pages, I've got million, tens of millions of views. It's the easiest way to get organic traffic right now. I have an entire live stream, entire video on reels and short form content. Go check it out on my channel on uh, YouTube, podcast, wherever you uh, uh, consume content. YouTube just announced, okay, YouTube just announced, actually Google did, revealed Wednesday, that the YouTube Shorts platform, which is basically another TikTok clone, has more than 1.5 billion logged in users a month. So what that equates to, okay, and you've heard billions of views a day, what that equates to is that half, if not more, of the platform right now, logged in users, are consuming YouTube shorts. Huge news for us content creators. This is fantastic. Thank you, Facetag Gaming. Facetag Gaming says shared. This is huge for us content creators. This is breaking news. This is revolutionary news. If you're trying to build your business, if you're trying to build an audience, if you're trying to monetize and take advantage, you should be taking advantage of Facebook and YouTube's unyielding urge to compete and maybe even defeat TikTok. This is beautiful for us creators. It's beautiful for us creators. You need to start thinking very seriously about short form content on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, okay? And also being a part of the Creator Accelerator program on LinkedIn, I was part of the first 100 creators. LinkedIn is coming in hot. LinkedIn's coming in hot, y'all. More breaking news. I'm now seeing ads being placed. I'm in, I, I have several um, Facebook pages that are in the um, in-stream ads, able to monetize, monetize pages. Um, I'm now seeing ads being added to my reels. That's another revenue source. YouTube announced recently they're going to be experimenting with ads on shorts. You have no idea how groundbreaking this is. I've been talking about short form content for the last 18 months, if not longer. 
I've been telling you guys to start creating and start getting into the mode and habit, understanding the, the kind of art and science of short form content, because it's not going anywhere with all intents and purposes. It's probably going to take over. I mean, I used to say long form content isn't going anywhere, but who knows? I love long form content and I think long form content should stay and more likely more than more than likely it will stay. But short form content's coming in hot. It's coming in hot, y'all. How many people have hit the thumbs up? Hit that like button, please. Anthony Locke in the house. Sweeney in the house. Make sure you share this out. Because y'all know sharing is caring. So please, it would really mean a lot to me if you could share this out. You need to go all in on some type. I'm not saying you need to start creating 100 shorts today. But think about how for your audience and for your channel, you need to start taking short form content seriously. Because I know a lot of you guys have not been taking it seriously. And when I say take it seriously, I mean, strategy wise, I don't mean overthink the actual content. I mean, start incorporating that into your content strategy, if not today, if not yesterday, very soon. These stats and this data doesn't lie. And Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, other companies are going to follow suit. And they're going all in on this. If you right now are frustrated with your growth, frustrated with your ability to monetize in the creator economy, frustrated with your ability to gain subscribers, etc. I'm telling you right now, this, I mean, if there's such a thing as a magic bullet, I'm not saying it's not going to require hard work. I'm not going to say that, you know, you're just going to start posting short form content and go viral. But the potential is massive. This is a very, very strong, massive way and opportunity for all of us. Okay, so I want to give some context. Let me know what you think about that. I'd love to hear from you in the comments. So today's show, today's show, okay, today's show. If you don't know who Dr. Sad is, he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast. He is a marketing professor at Cornell University. He's written many books that kind of transcend just the world of academia, okay? And I, I was listening to this podcast, the PBD podcast recently. And you know what I've been saying a lot about specifically business schools, but universities and colleges in general, uh, I think, you know, and, and I want to kind of, I want to kind of give context to this, but I want to first tell you who Dr. Sad is. He's a, a very, um, very prominent um, uh, producer of, you know, influence and thought and, and psychology of human behavior, um, the, the kind of consciousness of consumers and audiences, etc. And he's, again, like I said, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast, a very prominent figure in this area of marketing, business, etc. He's also a, a, a tenured professor, right? He's a doctor at uh, Cornell, um, Univer Concordia University in Montreal. 
Okay, now that you know who he is, let me give you a little bit of context, just in case you don't remember or maybe you're new. I, I think this story should be told again. You know, I, I've been building businesses my whole life. I helped my mom help build her leather shoe business when I was a kid. I, I ran a catering company in my 20s. I mean, I've run a lot of different things. And, um, you know, I monetized a blog on MySpace in 2007. You know, I, I, I've really been in this in, in business my whole life. I wanted to take a break around in my late 20s. I wanted to take a break after my catering business. Uh, I pretty much stopped doing it. And, you know, I just wanted to do something completely different. It was a big transformation in my life. And I thought, you know what, it'd be really cool to teach communications and writing uh, at the university level. So I got my master's degree. And I thought, I just want to set aside the hustle and grind of business and just try something different. I was young. I wasn't married. I was single. It's the time to do that. And I thought it was going to be this beautiful um, tapestry and arena of camaraderie, of collaboration, of mutual respect, um, great minds coming together, helping each other, inspiring each other, you know, really working in hand in hand uh, for the good cause, right? Of, of bestowing knowledge and, sh and, and spreading the word of the importance of communication, writing, literature, etc. I've taught mostly business communication class, but I've also taught English. I've also taught creative writing. I've taught literature. I've taught film. I've taught a lot of things in the humanities, right? Well, when I got into the uh, system, and, I, and I've been teaching for decades now, I mean, I still teach on a very part-time basis, as I said, um, I found that it couldn't have been any more the opposite. I mean, it could, it was so, it was, it was literally the exact opposite of what I hoped it would be. Um, there was no collaboration, there was no mutual respect. Um, if anything, all the cutthroatness, yeah, because I've done corporate jobs before too, you know, I've been working since I was eight years old. Um, it was so unbelievably narcissistic and egotistical and nobody cared about your thoughts, nobody, especially a new person in the game, right? Uh, a young adjunct professor. I was never a tenured professor. I was an adjunct professor, and I pretty much taught all over, you know, Southern California specifically, but I've also taught on the East Coast as well as some online schools. And long story short, it, it was an abomination. I was shocked at what I experienced. I was shocked at how nobody cared. Nobody cared about you. They only cared about themselves. Um, and the egos in the university academic arena are far greater than any egos you could find at a hedge fund uh, or any kind of corporate, you know, um, job. I was, I was blown away. Um, and the only reason, well, well, Nez, why did you stick with it? The only reason I stuck with it is because I actually discovered that I loved teaching and I loved the students. I loved the interaction. I loved the response I was getting. I loved the feeling of quote unquote being on stage and really sharing what I loved and, and seeing how people were impacted by that. Well, fast forward to 2016, 2015, you know, I had a student come up to me and say, Professor Nez, you know, I just spent uh, 
$100,000 on a piece of paper, a.k.a. a diploma, and nobody will hire me. And I knew why, and it broke my heart. And the why is, is that I have been seeing it for a long time that the universities are not interested in innovation. They're not interested in teaching you real practical things. And when I, when I share these comments from, from Dr. Sad, it's going to further confirm this, I think. But I'd love your thoughts on this because I don't want to just, you know, take over the conversation. This is interactive. I want to hear from you too. Um, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a really, really great example after we listen to Dr. Sad's comments. From that day when I heard that student say, I spent $100,000 on a, on a degree and nobody will hire me, that was the day I started my YouTube channel, this channel that you're watching right now. I've got multiple channels now, multiple businesses right now, but I started this channel. And I didn't know what I was doing back then. I just thought, you know, I'm just going to go and give away all my knowledge for free. I didn't know anything about AdSense. I didn't know anything about monetization. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about camera angles, content. You know, I didn't know anything about that stuff. Um... And that's how you learn, right? 10 years almost, right? I mean, that's how you learn. And, you know, I started going live on Periscope. Nano knows. Nano's been here since the beginning. He's the OG uh, member of the Nez Nation family. And, um, you know, that was my impetus for really leaving academia, which I was so happy to do. Um, you know, I had a family by then, so it wasn't like I could just leave um, because I had obligations, I had responsibilities, but I knew why I'll never forget that student. You know, I'm not going to say her name, but she was a very intelligent student. She was one of my students. I knew why they wouldn't hire her and it broke my heart. And so let's, let's go ahead and who's ready to hear Dr. Sad's comments. Give me a hashtag. Yeah. I'm going to play this for you, and I want you to really, really pay attention to this. I want you to really, really pay attention to this. Yes, I was young once, Anthony. How dare you? <laughs> and also, let me know if you can hear this, too, because I'm hoping this works. But I want you to listen. This is Dr. Sad on a podcast, okay? And... He's being asked about academia, and he's talking. Listen to this story. Listen to this story, and then I'm going to give you even more of my reaction. We're going to have a conversation, and then I'm, we're, we can do a live Q&A. You can ask me anything about the creator economy. Dr. Elo in the house. Happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for the 499 Super Chat. Brother, it's so nice to see you. Thank you so, so much. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Elo. It's great to see you here. Go follow Dr. Elo. He's got a great live show, a great live. Uh, he's got a ton of great content. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Elo's channel. It's great to see you. Listen to this. I want you to really pay close attention to this. Person is producing garbage. And again, I'm not denigrating academia, but academics come in v different shades, right? Some are very, very influential. Most do research that's only read by their mom and the reviewer, right? Mm -hmm. And, and I, I've mentioned this story many times before. Uh, 
but it's worth repeating. So in 2017, I had been invited to Stanford Business School. So that's pretty much the mecca of prestige, if you, you know, in academia. I was giving a talk on one of my scientific papers. And the gentleman who took me out, the uh, the host, is, is a fellow professor. And the night before, we went out to dinner. And so at one point, he, he asked me, he says, well, you know, I didn't know you were such a, you know, academic celebrity. You hang out with Joe Rogan. You go on Joe Rogan. I said, yeah, you know, it's, it's great. He said, so he says it now, look, with the kind of an air of disgust, the haughty air. He goes, yeah, well, you know, at Stanford, we don't condone that. I said, you don't condone what exactly? He said, well, you know, we don't do research so that it could be sexy enough so that, it could, so that we can talk about it on Joe Rogan. I said, well, I don't do research so I could appear on Joe Rogan, but surely it's better to both do great research mm -hmm. and be able to discuss it on Joe Rogan because now 20 million people will see yeah. it. He goes, yeah, well, we don't, we don't do that at Stanford. So look at the mindset. His mindset was, I only speak to a few of my anointed class colleagues, right? Mm -hmm. I don't speak to the great unwashed, the rubes, right? Whereas for me, an opportunity to come on Pat's show where I can reach millions of people, I'm jumping on that because I don't have that elitism, right? I, I want now, there's kids who are going to be listening to us say, I wanna be that next guy. So in a sense, I agree with both of your positions. We can do it intimately with 20 people, but we could also do it with 2 million people on Pat's mm -hmm. show. Well, can you speak to the mindset of the professor? Because I'm going back to this like, coffee task force so okay really quickly really quickly thank you so much so did you guys hear that so he was invited to in which he's right i mean stanford business school right probably the mecca of you know one of the top business schools including harvard and maybe usc etc um uh, you know the marshall school um did you hear what he just said he said oh wow you know, I hear you're, you're like this academic celebrity. Um, you know, uh, that's so cool. But we don't we don't condone that here at Stanford. We don't we don't create um, curriculum. We don't create uh, we don't write books or we don't write articles to to reach, <laughs> you know, anybody else other than our elitist ridiculous repugnantly narcissistic colleagues and try to imp if you've ever read an academic article it's literally vomit in the form of a paper it's absolute garbage if you have trouble sleeping go read any academic paper he even said right he even said at one point um where, uh, you know, he said, you know, nobody reads academic papers besides themselves and their mother, right? Elitist mindset. Listen to that. I mean, there's there's more here. I want to I want to play. Uh, I think he talks even more about this. Well, I assume right. it got implemented and there's coffee at your college. <laughs> but when you walk into the break room and the coffee room Listen and there's you and a dozen other professors, yeah. what's the overall sentiment? Like, oh, there's the fucking hot shot. Uh, hey, totally. Yeah. What totally. is that vibe? So, so the. Look, as you probably know, the seven deadly sins include envy as one of the sins, mm -hmm. right? We also know from the Ten Commandments, don't covet your... Uh, your uh, your professor's your paper? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so so envy, regrettably, is it, it, it drives the economy, right? Keeping up with the Joneses. All oh, those assholes next door have that fancy car. I want that fancy yeah. car. So envy is driving me to... So what happens to a lot of my colleagues is it what, what's called an ego defensive strategy. They can't go on Pat's show because they're not 
interesting and charismatic enough, mm -hmm. but they know how to write academic papers in a certain model, in a certain template. They have mastered that ability, but they would love to go on Joe Rogan, but they can't pull it off. Therefore, they'll denigrate those who can do it, right? So I'm a sellout, right? Because if I were real- Listen to that. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that right there? They've mastered the art of writing these academic papers that nobody cares about. It has zero impact in the real world. It's literally linguistic vomit, okay? And instead of saying, hey, that's so cool, Dr. Sad, you went on Joe Rogan. Remember what I said earlier, I was hoping that people would, would share my passion for spreading. What's the point? What did Aristotle, what did uh, Plato, what, what the originators of Western thought, what, what was the, what's the whole purpose of education? Is it just for a few elitist a-holes or is it for spreading truth? I mean, the, the whole impetus, the whole reason that there is such a thing as education is spreading truth, spreading knowledge. It's one of the things that makes being a human being, uh, you know, us at the top of the food chain is our ability to uh, communicate our language, our ability to share, collaborate, um, further the species, right? Propagate the species through understanding, through education, through passing down knowledge, father, son, mother, daughter, generation, generation. What's the point? I mean, could you imagine if our ancestors thought that way? No, 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 no. We're only going to share how to hunt to a few, a few warriors who are, who, who, who are, who, you know, only a few people because there's no the rest of you no you don't you don't deserve it it's 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 beneath you you, you know you don't we're, you're you're too uh we're 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 way too uh, ahead of you you're you're beneath us could you imagine and what he said right there about going into the faculty rooms man i've been in this is why I never wanted to be a, um, this is why I never wanted to be a, uh, a tenured professor. Number one, the meetings are absolute garbage. If you've ever been in a faculty meeting, you know what hell feels like. A faculty meeting is worse than reading an academic paper because it's instead of one ego vomiting on a piece of paper, you have about 20 to 15 egos vomiting and polluting the oxygen around you. Oh, it's awful. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm not saying this to be like boo-hoo on universities. And yes, I think there's a lot of great professors out there. There's a lot of great teachers out there. Although I think it's the 1% versus 99% of them are exactly what Dr. Sad described. It should be the opposite. There should only be 1% who are ego maniacal narcissists and 99% should share in that mission of spreading real practical knowledge to everyone who's willing to absorb it and learn from it and utilize it. I mean, that's just, it's, it's absolutely, let's see if there's a little bit more here that where he talks about, and then, and then I want to hear from your thoughts. Uh, uh, I want to hear from your thoughts. Really a haughty professor. I would only be publishing in the top academic paper uh, journals, but here's the thing. 
I do publish in the top academic journals. Yeah. So they can't hold that against me. So I do both, but to them, you're a sellout for coming on Pat's show. That's too vulgar. It's for the masses. What's the phrase, the, those that can't do teach? Yeah, right. right. How, do, how do you process that? Uh, look, I, I, don't, I don't think it's true. I mean, I think it's a bit of a, a misnomer to say that only those who can't do teach mm -hmm. because uh, you know, if you study criminal behavior and you're a criminologist, uh, should you have been a corrections officer? Okay, so so yeah, I, and I you know what I might I might rewind that again just to kind of hear the part where he talks about going to going to Stanford Business School, but but this this my my reaction my response to this and the whole purpose of doing this show is not to not to say look see I was right see Professor Nez was right I've been saying this those of you who've been a part of this awesome Nez Nation community. Um, know how I feel. You know exactly how I'm going to respond to this. But I didn't do this show, okay, to gloat or to boast or to say, look at me, I'm right. I did this show because it, it, it actually pains me to no end. It actually gives me heartbreak and heartache because nothing's changed. And nothing ever will change in the university system because the bureaucracy, when you try to, um, when you try to, come up with a system that is supposedly the standard for something as complex as a human being, um, you're in, invariably going to fail. You know, my greatest education came from me experiencing the world, paying attention, um, reading what interested me, engaging in what interested me, not something that was forced down my throat or something that I was forced to read or using grades as the ultimate metric for worth when we all know grades don't mean jack. I mean, I had a conversation. So here's, here's let me, instead of saying this, and I want to hear from your, uh, your reactions as well too. Um, I love this comment from Dr. Elo. As a doctor myself, I choose to do content on YouTube rather than write boring papers. I mean, think about it. Being an educator on YouTube, you can't rest behind the shield of tenure, right? To me, being a tenured professor is not freedom. Being a tenured professor is prison and stagnation and breeds complacency. Actually, this is where Dr. Sad and I disagree because I think he mentions later in that podcast that the reason he's able to be so um, bold with his points and his controversial uh, um, stances is because he has tenure and he won't get fired. But I think that's a rarity. I think most professors use tenure as this um, way of, of being laconic and lazy and um, not having to innovate, not having to actually take the extra time and effort to really teach students something new, but just teach the same old crap every year, right? Let me tell you this quick story. I was fired from a university about 10 years ago. This is a long time ago. One of the universities I worked for because I decided to change the curriculum um, of a class. I was an adjunct professor. Adjunct professors really don't have this kind of power or they shouldn't as according to the university. But if we shouldn't, why did you hire me, right? It makes no sense. Um, I was fired from this university because the name of the class was um, digital literacy or digital media. 
And instead of having my students buy a $355 book that was written in 1986, instead of having them just read a bunch of crap and take a bunch of quizzes and work for a stupid grade, which means nothing, I decided to change the entire class. This is when Facebook Live really just started, right? So it wasn't 10 years ago, I apologize. It feels like 10 years ago. It was more like maybe eight or seven years ago. And I remember um, I wanted to change the entire class and make it all about how to go live on Facebook. And I wanted everybody, We I created a private Facebook group. I wanted everybody to understand that this technology is the future, which it's. I'm living proof that it is. I'm living proof that I was right about it, that it will teach you how to communicate. It will teach you digital media. It'll teach you how to build an audience. It'll teach you how to engage, how to communicate value to the marketplace. All these things that are unbelievable benefits of live streaming. I decided to nix grades. The only grade you're going to get is if you don't actually engage in the class and you don't actually go live and engage in the community. I'm not worried about no more quizzes, no tests. And the dean and the chair had a conniption fit. They called me into the office. I think one student was like, why am I doing a Facebook Live course? Which is fine. Maybe they didn't understand the why I changed the curriculum. They wanted it to be the old way, which is fine. There's always one. I was called into the office and they said, you can't do that. What are you doing? You can't teach. This isn't a Facebook Live course. This isn't a, what do you think you're doing? I thought I was innovating. I thought I was teaching something that they could actually use, something that would actually give them value, something that's actually relevant to the current times and would give them future proof for their career and their skills. I said, you can't do that. You have to go back to the old way. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel comfortable. I feel like I'm wasting their time. More importantly, my time. And they said, fine, you're gone. I said, fine, see you later. They don't want innovation. They don't want to teach you anything new. They don't want, they don't care a rat's behind about you. The number one business on planet Earth secret like that that comes under the guise of nonprofit and the purity and the sanctity of education is colleges and universities pure and simple and dr sad's comments i believe really confirm that they absolutely confirm that sweeney says with people like that no wonder humanity can't advance right yeah I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Anthony says, you know, I can see that in classes that I've taken in college. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. It absolutely breaks my heart. There's a reason why these people getting, coming out of business schools, getting MBAs are not getting hired because they don't have any real skills. Look at Elon Musk. Look at Apple. Look at all these big companies. Google. They're finally saying, you know what? We don't care if you have a degree. College is a moot point. You're exempt. You don't have to have a college degree. I mean, it happens every single day. Yeah, Dr. Elo, it happens all the time, man. It happens all the time. I was happy to leave, right? Even though, you know, I have a family, you know, diversification, we talk about this, even though I have a family, I've got kids, I got a mortgage to pay, I couldn't do it. 
they actually wanted me to go back and make them buy that $355 book that was written. Can you imagine a digital media course in 2016 using a book that was written in 1986? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's like, that's like me saying, you know, hey, hey, that's like, that's like using an Atari. That's like, that's like, that's like using a rotary phone to, to try to, uh, to try to text somebody today. I mean, it just, it makes no sense. It just makes absolutely zero sense. Now, do I think this applies to all universities? There's a part of me that, yeah, I think it does. Do I think that um, every degree is worthless? No, of course not. Do I think getting a business degree in 2022 and beyond is worthless? I have to say yes, I really do. I would say instead of paying sixty to $100,000 for a business degree, take that money and invest it into some kind of business whether it be starting a YouTube channel, whether it be starting a commerce, a retail store, whatever, any kind of business, invest it in it. You will learn more in the first 52 weeks on the actual creation of a business than you ever will, ever will. Sitting in a classroom, listening to some tenured professor pontificate about supply and demand from 1986, which they're all doing that right now. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. They're just stealing your money. They're just stealing your money. I know I'm going to get a lot of comments. I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback. You are absolutely wrong. How dare you? Universities are important. Education is important. Yeah, I think education is important. I just don't think um, getting it in those types of institutions is as powerful as it should be could be i think it's i think education is everywhere now i think you would get more out of listening to two or three four podcasts on business than you ever would getting a, an mba from harvard i really will stand by that a billion percent you take three including this one <laughs> you take three unbelievably powerful business podcasts high quality business podcast for free which you can listen to for free right and i mean every show is essentially a lecture is a lesson plan right it's worth more and it's free it's it's infinitely worth more than a two hundred thousand one hundred thousand dollar piece of paper from harvard or stanford infinitely worth more especially business i don't know about other fields but my gut tells me um, this is not uncommon. This is not a, an anomaly. It's, it's, it's corrosive across the board. I've been in the universities for decades. I mean, it's an abomination. Shame on these institutions, especially these private universities. Shame on these institutions. Absolute abomination. If you have any questions or comments or thoughts, um, I'd love to uh, I'd love to hear from you. And and you know I, I think if you go to Joe Rogan and you type in uh, Doctor Sad S A 
AD. Um, you can listen to that whole podcast and check it out. Um, he's been doing a lot of podcasts, I think, lately. But I just happened to be listening to that very recently. And I was like, man, I have to respond to this. Um, I want to do a lot more reaction videos. I think reaction videos are kind of cool. What do you guys think of reactions, responses? Do you like seeing those kind of things? Do you like hearing those kind of things? Let me know in the comments down below. I'd love to hear from you. Anthony says, Heather from Think Media was attending UNLV and went to a mar The professor was teaching marketing the old-fashioned way, and she knew it was wrong, and she dropped out. Yeah, it's, see, it's, um, it's not, it's not, uh, it, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. There's a reason why most of these companies, Tesla, Amazon, Apple, Google, they don't care if you have a degree. They don't care if you have a degree anymore. It's very interesting. Excuse me. It's very, very interesting. See, when I was growing up in the 80s and 70s, in the Stone Age, if you didn't have a degree, you were absolutely going to be a bum. You were going to be a hobo. It was a one-way ticket to being a hobo. That's how good the marketing of universities was. Um, there's a part of me that now even feels like uh, it's always been this way. It's never been as good as they've touted it. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Danelle says, hey, good to see you, Danelle. What are your thoughts on Khan Academy creating digital? I love it. I love Khan Academy because I know there's the right intention behind it. I know that it's actually hope. I mean, the University of YouTube and Google, <laughs> the University of Podcasts, I mean, you can get more knowledge, more valuable. Because think about it. What Dr. Elo was saying earlier. This is why if you're a true educator worth your medal, any true educator should start a YouTube channel or a podcast. Why? Because it's based on the free market economy. It's based on merit. It's based on quality. If you suck, you're not going to grow. You're going to get a bunch of dislikes. Your podcast isn't going anywhere. Your YouTube channel isn't going anywhere. If you suck in the university and you have tenure, you're going to continue to spread your suckage for decades, potentially. That's an abomination. They should get rid of tenure. Absolutely get rid of tenure. And I'm not saying course evaluations are valuable because course evaluations are crap for the most part. You know, that little evaluation form that you fill out at the end of a class. Um, but I think a good metric would be, I don't know, how many students have you taught have gone on to be successful? How many students have you taught have gone on to be leaders, um, change the world, have an impact, create a sustainable living for themselves and their family? How many students of yours? That would be a good metric. I don't know how you would measure it, but I mean, that would be, you know, you could track them. Yeah, do you guys like reaction videos? I'd love to hear from you if you, if you like reaction videos. Again, if you're just joining us, you're listening and watching to the Creator Economy podcast. I am your host, Professor Nez, your ambassador to the Creator Economy. This is a show where we help you monetize your creativity, skills, and experience in the Creator Economy. This is the best time to be alive. This is the best time to create content, to create a business, to actually impact real people and get real sustainable income doing it. And so if these are things that you're interested in, become an insider, subscribe and follow, and you won't miss anything.
I would say become an insider more than anything. Does anybody have any questions or anybody have any comments, any thoughts? Um, I would love to, I would love to hear from you. Um, I would love to answer any questions. I'm, you know, I, I think reaction videos and response videos are pretty interesting. And I think it's great to bring in examples. I think it's great to uh, be able to bring in now with the, um, the content and the, and the actual footage. Um, I think that would be, I, I, I'm interested in this. It, it really is something powerful and I like reaction videos. So we'll see what happens. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. I'm always trying to experiment and bring you more new and exciting content. Nano says, if you ask professors uh, about the di digital world, I'm not sure if they can answer it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you, Ray. Good to see you, Ray. Ray says, great insights and fantastic. Yeah, great to see you, Ray. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that starting a YouTube channel, I think a podcast, a live stream show, um, I, I think, you know, there's so much free education out there, uh, especially when it comes to business. But I would, I would gather and, and, and presume on multiple topics and subjects. This is the greatest time to be alive. We're living in the greatest era ever. And it's just going to get, this is just the beginning of the creator economy. The fact that you can monetize doing something you love, the fact that you can monetize actually impacting real people and not listening to some department chair who's 75 years old. Oh, I was going to say this. I had a conversation. Unbelievable. Um, I had a conversation recently with a, uh, with a professor uh, who is the chair of a department and a professor. He's an old dinosaur. And he's like, what, what do you mean you don't uh, believe in grades? I said, I don't believe in grades. I think if you just teach by grades, then the students are only going to be working for the grade and not actually working to absorb real knowledge and get the real worth uh, uh, and power out of the class and apply it to their lives. They're not, they don't care about that. Their focus is only going to be on the grades. So I remove the anxiety of grades from all of my classes that I teach. And he said, well, then how do you, how do you uh, measure their, their effort or how do you even grade them? You give everybody an A? I say, yeah, I do. It's not just, you know, show up and have a pulse. If they turn in work and they show me that they're doing the best that they can and they're inquisitive and they're trying to learn, they're trying to do their best, why would I penalize them? You know, especially college and university level. I mean, I'm not a babysitter. I mean, they're 18 plus. Most of them are, you know, even older than that. Why am I penalizing them uh, by giving them a C or a D or an F or whatever? You know, because, you know, maybe they didn't do the assignment right or they didn't, you know. Uh, I mean, come on, give me a break. What does that do? Do grades even matter in the real world? When's the last time somebody's hired you or paid you and said, whoa, 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 before I give you your paycheck, before I hire you, what kind of grades did you get? Uh, uh, when you got your bachelor's degree. I want to know your GPA. Nobody gives a rat's butt. Great question here from Nano. Nano says, how do you see the education system 15 to 20 years from now? That is a great, great question. 
Um, so I think that number one, it has to be affordable. Number one, it, number two, yeah, number one, tuition is ridiculous. Tuition prices are ridiculous. Book prices are ridiculous. Number one, it has to be something that is affordable, if not completely free, I think. Um, number two, um, I think they need to reform the entire curriculum and system. I, I, would, I would like if they adopted, um, you know, the European model, which is creative project learning. Rather than, I mean, they don't do quizzes, they don't do tests, they don't do midterms, they don't do finals. It's creative project-based learning, which is how I taught my classes and got me in a lot of trouble. Got me in a lot of trouble with a lot of universities, but I didn't care. I couldn't teach it any other way because I didn't believe in those other methodologies. Um, I don't see it changing anytime soon, Nano, unfortunately, but my hope is, I mean, you're, you're, I'm not even really answering your question. You said... You said, how do you see the education system 15, 20 years from now? I, I don't see it changing at all in a practical sense. But my hope is, you know, COVID really exposed education. You know, COVID really exposed education. Um, you know, adjunct professors are exploited. 90% of teachers from K to 12 are underpaid. Now they have to face you know, the potential of, you know, the same kind of danger that a police officer does because now schools are occupational hazards, right? Um, they're, they're, they're firing zones now. Um, so their, their incentive to go all out for students is not there. They're going to do as little as possible to get their paycheck and to keep their benefits. That's literally what most teachers are going to do. So the whole system needs like an axe and it needs to be changed from the bottom up. I think grades should be a thing of the past. Creative project learning, um, apprenticeships, um, trade school type of mentality, teaching real practical things that they can use in their life today. Not 10 years from now, not five years from now, but today. That's going to be the difference. That's my hope. Sadly, Nobody wants because it takes effort. These guys don't want to do that. These these departments, chairs, deans, they don't want to do that because that takes effort. And only until they're forced. And just like when you go purchase something at a store, you're voting. So the more people that the less people that enroll every year, the less people, you know, just sit back and take it, but actually demand more from these institutions, they're going to be forced to change just like COVID force them to change. I can't say COVID on YouTube. I'm going to get demonetized. <laughs> I already said it. Oh, well, good to see you, Angie. Angie's in the house. I love that. Yeah. See, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to go to business school, I mean, start a business. That's how you're going to learn. You're not going to learn sitting in some classroom, listening to some overstuffed out of touch professor talk about you know, uh, um, voodoo, uh, 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 trickle down economics or whatever. I don't know what even they're talking about because it's just so antiquated. It just makes zero sense in today's reality. Yeah. I learned, I mean, I talked about this. Um, I can't remember when I talked about this. Good to see you, Walter. 
But, you know, I think I talked about it during our passive income live stream that we did a few weeks ago, but, you know, the professor who I looked up to when I was 18, 19, was a professor who said, you know, this is a guy who was very highly accomplished. He had three PhDs. I mean, this guy was like a Nobel laureate, etc. you know, magna cum laude, whatever. And he said the greatest education he got was when he worked in retail at a hardware store when he was 17. And I agreed with him a billion percent. So this guy has three PhDs and he's saying the most valuable education he got was when he was 17 working at a hardware store. Listen to what Angie just said. All they taught us was to pass the cosmetology board. Everything else I learned on the job. That's why I'm saying if you really want to start a business, if you really want to go into business for yourself, the last place you're going to get anything done is in a business school. I really truly believe that because number one, most of the professors, not all of them, okay, there's going to be a few who are in touch, but 90% plus are out of touch two you're going to go into debt three um, you're going to only be working for the grade so you can show your parents or whatever you're not going to be actually there to care about uh, absorbing real world knowledge which they're not going to even provide you anyway okay why not invest in that money into starting the business so you can learn really what it takes and by the way I'm almost guaranteeing that business is going to fail, but guess what? There isn't a successful business person, myself included, who has not failed. Failure is probably a greater teacher than any business school on planet Earth. Good to see you, Tom Nash in the house. I made a video you will get a kick out of about trying to own truth. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. It's good to see you, Tom Nash. Yeah. Yeah, those are more valuable, way more valuable. If you haven't yet, please hit that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, it really helps us out with the algorithm. If you're just joining us, this is a response to Dr. Gad Sad's comments on academia in colleges and universities. And you know what? Maybe I'll play it one more time. And then if you have any questions, how many people want me to play it one more time? I think I am going to play it one more time. Let's see here. See if I can actually um, hold on a second. I'm going to play it one more time because it's just it's just so good. And it really deserves to be, you know, it really deserves to be um, played one more time. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can. I'll bring it back up. If you have any questions, put a cue in front of your. Um... Put on. Um, put a cue in front of your um, comment, and then ask your question. I'm happy to take any questions at all about the creator economy, how to monetize your skills, creativity, experience, or how to earn money, how to grow a channel, anything. I'll answer anything. Um, that you want me to answer. Okay, I'm going to play it one more time. Are you guys ready for this? I'm going to play it one more time. Let's just see if I can bring it up here. Okay. I'm going to play it for you one more time. Okay. Hold on one second. 
Let's bring this up. Let's see. Let me know if you can hear it. Webinar, whatever, and get 30,000 people on there. So it kind of comes down to your motivation and how many eyeballs you want. And is the money the... The, the the motivating factor is it is it change well said, is it Walter. creating something the, the vision that you want I'm, to I'm throwing this yeah. to you because right you said spot. that the on part is disseminating knowledge right meaning that on average mm. most academic papers Listen are cited by no one Listen meaning you do all this work and zero people right. give a shit zero people give a shit exactly <laughs> now not all papers some papers yeah. are cited ten thousand times and that person becomes few famous. and far between right. i'm just doing the exactly yeah. the average person is producing garbage and again i'm not denigrating academia but academics come in v different shades Listen right some this. are very Listen very influential this. most do research that's only read by their mom and the reviewer right mm -hmm. and, and I, i've mentioned this story many times before uh right here but it's worth repeating so in 2017 i had been invited to stanford business school so that's pretty much the mecca of prestige if you know in academia I was giving a talk on one of my scientific papers and the gentleman who took me out, the uh, the host, is, is a fellow professor. And the night before we went out to dinner and so at one point he, he asked me, he says, well, you know, I didn't know you were such a, you know, academic celebrity. You hang out with Joe Rogan, you go on Joe Rogan. I said, yeah, you know, it's, it's great. He said, so he says it now, look, with the kind of an air of disgust, the haughty air. He goes, yeah, well, you know, at Stanford, we don't condone that. <laughs> I said, you don't condone what exactly? He said, well, you know, we don't do research so that it could be sexy enough so that, it could, so that we can talk about it on Joe Rogan. I said, well, I don't do research so I could appear on Joe Rogan, but surely it's better to both do great research mm -hmm. and be able to discuss it on Joe Rogan because now 20 million people will see yeah. it. He says, yeah, well, we don't, we don't do that at Stanford. So look at the mindset. His mindset was, I only speak to a few of my anointed class colleagues, right? Mm -hmm. I don't speak to the great unwashed, the rubes, right? The Whereas for unwashed. me, an opportunity to come on Pat's show where I can reach millions of people. So listen to that. I mean, did you, the, the, you know, again, with a haughty air, with a distaste. Yeah, we don't condone that here at Stanford Business School. We don't condone that. No, we don't want you to share and make your knowledge amenable and palatable for the unwashed masses, right? The rubes. No, no, no. We're here to really vomit all over each other. That's what we're here to do. We're here to put our nose in the air and say, you listen to us. And if you don't get it, we don't have to change. If you don't understand what we're trying to say, it means you're too stupid. That is absolute. These people are criminals. And this is 99% of university departments. And I mean, I've been there, y'all. I've been in these systems. I'm going to break through this camera. I'm getting so heated. It's an abomination. These people should be locked up. Not only should they be fired, not only should these business schools be literally be shut down, okay? But they should be uh, uh, charged. There should be a criminal investigation because this is criminal what they're doing to poor young people out there who just because of a Stanford, Harvard, UCLA name, they're being relegated to, to garbage. And then they end up on the street with a piece of paper that's meaningless, $100,000, $200,000 in debt when they could have invested that in a real business and they could have actually got something out of it. It's an abomination. I love this comment by Ray. It's good to see you, Ray. This is a fantastic comment from Ray. I have a bachelor's, two master's degrees, two professional accounting designations. The best education I received in my life was working in my parents' 
fast food Chinese for 10 years growing up. And you know what? And you know what, Ray? I think I know why. Not only did you probably learn the back end, you probably learned ordering, receiving, shipping, product, overhead, cost, etc. But you probably learned how to deal with people. The defining metric, the real skill that people don't ever talk about is it's an insult to call them soft skills. Your ability to communicate, engage, interact, your ability to make people understand you and vice versa, and your ability to adapt to different personalities. That skill has paid massive dividends for me my entire life. There's no other skill, not my technical, hard skills, survival skills, whatever, my communication, my ability to adapt to different people, personalities, and communicate based on that information and interpret that, that is the ultimate skill. And you don't learn that from a book. You learn that by doing. You don't learn that listening to a, a crappy professor pontificate in front of a classroom. You learn that by doing. Oh, we don't condone that at Stanford Business School. What a, I mean, that's just a, that's an abomination. It's an absolute joke. So if you know anybody who's going into business school, thinking about business school, thinking about a degree, an MBA, share this video with them, share this podcast with them. I would really, really appreciate it. And at least they have an understanding of what the mentality, what really goes on behind the scenes. You want to talk about a lack of transparency? There is no greater lack of transparency than there is in the educational institutions across North America, the United States of America, a country I absolutely love being born and raised here, given so many opportunities here. It's, this is a cancer on our, on our beautiful democracy. And these people should be held accountable. And they're not. They should absolutely be held accountable. I would implore you, I would beseech you to share, to share this podcast, this live stream with whoever's even thinking, whoever's thinking about it. Right. Hey, thank you so much, uh, Ray. I really appreciate the $5 super chat. Fire content, Nez, keep it up. You are so correct. The traditional education system is so broken. I really appreciate that, Ray. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part of the Nez Nation community, the greatest online community on planet Earth. We're bringing more humanness to this digitalness because I believe in digitalness. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted, thank you so much, Ray. I really appreciate that. Elon Musk uh, recently tweeted uh, something about, oh, you know, people are starting to say that TikTok is destroying civilization as we know it. Or maybe it's just social media. Incorrect. Incorrect. It's all about choices. It's all about decisions. You have the choice to engage in crap or engage in quality. 
And in every field, in every arena, there's a whole bunch of crap and there's, you know, quality. So you need to make a choice. Do not use the least common denominator to pass judgment on an entire um, entity. For example, you know, if we actually thought social media was destroying civilization, that's the same thing as saying we should get rid of cars because a few people drive irresponsibly, uh, drive under the influence, and harm and hurt other people. Don't use the least common denominator. There's a lot of powerful, amazing, unbelievable aspects to social media, to the creator economy, to content creation in general. Yeah, if you're um, if you're almost done, Anthony, of course, finish it. Yeah. Um, if that's your major in school and you're a senior, you, you definitely should finish. I mean, you've come this far. Uh, I'm I'm mostly speaking to if you know anybody who is thinking about it. You know, even as a father, I've got kids who. Eventually, we're going to have to have that conversation. I, as a somebody who's been a professor at some of the top, you know, business communication schools in Southern California and beyond. I mean, I, my wife doesn't agree with this. I'm going to have to have that conversation. I am not sure if I'm going to recommend my kids, you know, depending on what they want to get into. I don't know. It's going to be a tough conversation because I've seen what these universities are all about. Sadly, it's not that different from K through 12 either. Um, it's it's really not that different. I mean, during the pandemic, um, when my kids were doing virtual uh, Zoom, basically, classes, you know, uh, being somebody who works from home, being somebody who's a content creator, full-time content creator, business owner, I was able to overhear some of the lesson plans and conversations for probably the first time in their entire school history, right? Because other times they just went to school. And the things that they were teaching them were absurd, just absurd. So it's the whole entire system. The whole entire system needs a complete makeover. If you have any last second questions, I'm happy to take them. I just want to say again, thank you so much to Ray for the $5 super chat. Check out Ray's reviews. Um, I, I really, really appreciate that, Ray. And I want to say thank you so much to Dr. Elo for the $4.99 super chat that means the absolute world to me big shout out to you guys go check out their channels um, really really appreciate you guys and, and your support goes right back into this channel so I really really appreciate that that means a lot to me if you have any questions I'll take a couple more um, again we go live every single week I've got a ton of content a ton of podcasts ton of live streams Make sure if you don't want to miss out, we do new content every single week. Make sure you become an insider. Professorness.com forward slash insider. We don't share your email. We absolutely abhor spam. In the pinned comment and in the show notes is a free link where you can become a Nation insider and you'll never miss out again. Yes, you can follow Yes, you can subscribe, but if you've been paying attention to this podcast, this live stream show, 
you know that algorithms change, platforms change, and you never are guaranteed, even if you follow or subscribe to somebody. I've had so many people say, Nez, I never got a notification. Nez, I didn't even know you had this video. So the bulletproof, sure-proof way to circumvent that is to become an insider. So make sure you become an insider right now. I want to say thank you to everybody for being here live. Thank you, replay viewers. Thank you, podcast listeners. I really, really appreciate this. Um, most of you watching this right now, um, you know, if you're not live, Father's Day is come and gone. I hope you had a fantastic Father's Day. Live viewers, I hope you're having an amazing Father's Day. I'm going to go enjoy my Father's Day right now. And I just want to say... I wish you nothing but the best. I love every one of you, and I appreciate you guys being here, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is your boy Nez signing off, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much, everybody. I really, really appreciate you. See you soon.